0: Hi, I'm Bob Tapper. I'm an actor, filmmaker, and travel blogger. After spending over 25 years in the corporate business world, it was time for a new life chapter. And I'm here to tell you that it's never too late, you're never too old, be courageous, and honor your passions. Welcome to my life abroad. Today's talk is about March, 2023. And the first thing that I wanna talk about is that train collision that happened here in Greece. On February 28th, there was a train that was had left Athens and it was heading to Thessaloniki. I think I'm pronouncing that right, Thessaloniki. It's the second largest city here in Greece. Um, the train collision was uh, the deadliest in history here in Greece. There were 57 people that were killed and about 360 people on the train Many young kids; uh, they were heading back after um, a break that they had uh, for Lent, and uh, they were up. Many of them were up in the front cafe car. Uh, that was that was the main part of the of the collision, and uh, just tragic and sad. And um, man, it was interesting how immediately many of the people. In the government who had positions, uh, transportation positions, immediately resigned. The transportation minister asked for forgiveness, which um, that kind of language I'm just not used to hearing um, from people in politics, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, there is just really, uh, you know, Greece had filed for bankruptcy, I think in 2018, not all that long ago, Money is obviously an issue here in this country, and there's just a, a lack of funds that are available for the transportation system, and you can tell that when you ride the trains. A lot of the train cars need to be updated and modernized, and you can tell that they're not, and there's a lack of money for training, for, to, to have good qualified people who are running the trains and, and adequate pay so all of that really provides the reasoning behind why this collision happened um, man there's uh, there's a difference between the metro line that I ride every day and the Hellenic uh, Hellenic train system uh, that runs the rail system in the country the metro system just basically takes you around around the city of Athens and then uh, it's a separate rail system for the for the trains that head out to different cities in the country man there were protests and as of this date at the end of March continue to be protests periodically attracts thousands I think there was 10,000 people that were estimated at one of the protests here in Athens and they just want you know they they need to to let out that frustration, and they need to really get it out of the systems. I hope the protet- protests help. I don't know if they will, but it, the protests obviously affect everyone here in Athens because everyone joins in the protests. So even the metro line was down; has been down here and there for a while because the metro uh, people who work for the metro they jump in and support the Hellenic train system employees and everyone else who was involved in that. It is, um, it is just a really, it was a sad thing that happened. And uh, I just really hope that Greece finds a way to get it together to get the money and uh, adequately fund and take care of the important rail system in Greece. And then on another day, I took a little boat ride over to Iena Island. Iena Island's, I think, the closest island uh, to the coastline of, of Greece. And it was my metro uh, train that I take down from my Airbnb down into Monastiraki Center, which is like the heart of the city. It's about five stops. If I just stay on it and go about another five stops, I get down to Piraeus and Piraeus is the port city where all of the boats kind of come and go and leave from, and that's where you get on the boat to go to the various islands, but very easy little trip. It's about an hour, hour and 15 minutes to get to Aena Island, and the boat trip itself was just, I mean, the the boat probably was um, three quarters full in terms of people, so there was plenty of seating around up on top where you could just take in the ocean breezes and just sit up there and and just take it all in or you could go down below they had a really cool little cafe area uh, that took up the whole lower level and half of that was very comfortable lounge seating and little couches and so forth that was really fun so I just got some coffee and I just sat in down below and I went up above and I love the boat trip it was just a super smooth uh, and the 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 weather was just really, really nice. And then got there, and the harbor is where the boat lands. It's really not, everything takes place kind of in the harbor. And uh, the first thing that I saw was a little horse-drawn carriage that you could get on and that would take you all through Old Town and kind of around different parts of the island. But the boats come in, and they go out every day to get fresh fish, and they bring them back in, and then you can go to restaurants where you eat, seafood that was just caught that day, the day before, and it's just, you cannot beat the freshness. So I got there, and then I had a little breakfast brunch to eat, and then headed and just wandered through Old Town, and the streets are clean, and the stores are, I mean, you don't find chain stores here, everything is, you know, you feel like it's family owned, it's owned by... It, 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 the stores felt very creative and clever in terms of their design that the, the design felt really hip and it just was just a really nice little chill kind of atmosphere you know lots of coffee lots of uh, I had pistachio ice cream because apparently they grow pistachios on, Island, on Aena Island so the pistachio ice cream was really 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 really, really good and then um, I went and had some nice lunch and I had fresh snapper and some uh, little salad and a beer. That was just I mean authentic. And again, I talked a little bit with the, with the guy who who um, ran the, the restaurant and just so many there's so many choices. I mean that's the biggest that's the biggest thing is which if you're there for a day, you're gonna only have one lunch. Where Which one is it gonna be? So I tend to look for restaurants that are that have people there because I figure that if there's people there that it must be good rather than a restaurant that doesn't have anyone there. So um, I made a good choice because I thought that the Snapper was really, really good. I especially liked the uh, lemon and, and o- olive oil that they had that you kind of uh, put on top of the Snapper just to give it a little extra flavor, super good, super fresh, uh, and then back on the boat and back at the end of the day, and it's just a super good way to spend the day and see one of the islands. I loved Iena Island. And then one other thing that I did, it was a kind of a cloudy day, not the best day to be outside. I went to the National Archaeological Museum, and it was just a really, that, something cozy about being inside a museum on a cloudy or rainy day. And it was a great way to experience and learn more about the history of Greece. Man, all of the, the the stone sculptures, and to imagine that so many of these of these sculptures once, I mean, centuries ago, stood here in Athens and around Greece, and then they preserved them so well. And it's there's stories behind all of them, and so you just kind of sit and try to figure out what this, what, what are they trying to convey. On say one of the headstones, uh, which was a fascinating little part of the exhibit, I loved the statue of Zeus. It said Zeus or Poseidon. They were brothers, so I maybe they didn't know which one. So I don't know which one it was, Zeus or Poseidon. Um, anyway, that was uh, that was kind of like one of the main sculptures that they had there, and you can just see. Um, man, that was that, that was a highlight to me. Uh, then another highlight was to see the statue of uh, Aphrodite and uh, God Pan. He was being separated by uh, Eros, and so there was the, the the temptation versus love. And that was, it was just, I just thought it was exquisitely done. I loved that. I also loved the pottery and the, the gold and the, uh, the, 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 the Greek... Uh, early tools that they used and uh eating utensils and pots and everything was just so again the way that they're preserved is just quite amazing and then um had a little bite to eat there and sat around and and just kind of took in the museum you know I could just sit and then just watch people and there's a lot of things to do it's just a great way to relax have a relaxing day I enjoyed the National Archaeological Museum So I'm going to talk a little bit about the food. I do notice that there are a lot of small little restaurants, small little, uh, many of them are takeaway, um, but they're the ones that offer the falafels and the sulfakis and uh, all the the more traditional uh, foods that you would associate with Athens. So those are the places that that you really, really want to go. I mean, I got to tell you, I, I mean, I love outdoor sidewalk cultures. I love because you just walk down these streets and the smells from the different restaurants are so, so enticing and so good, and they make you so hungry. And then to hear the music as you walk by, the restaurants that have the music that kind of pulls you in the different little vibes here and there. I love all that. Um, you know, basically a souvlaki is, is nothing more than meat and vegetables on a skewer. So there's obviously chicken, pork, um, all kinds of different meats that are served on the, on the on the skewer. I love a good pita sandwich, so that's that's really good falafels to me. To me, falafel and tzatziki sauce with cucumbers and tomatoes—that's just a really good sandwich. I'd have to really summarize and I've got a lot more eating to do, and I want to really get down to truly dishes that are that are only found here in Athens and I'm going to sculpt them out but I would sum up the food here as being fresh very tasty and very affordable but it is now the end of March it is the end of my three months here in Greece so now it is time to say goodbye to Athens thank Athens for its kindness thank Athens for its beauty man it was um, it was really just, there's so much to see, and the weather was so nice. The metro system was efficient. Uh, you, just wandering around the different neighborhoods was so much fun, and I just love the fresh food. It's so tasty and creative and innovative, and yet you could go traditional if you wanted to as well. The people are friendly. I enjoyed my routine, even though I did spend many days at Starbucks you know, it was just a, just the way that it was laid out and so much seating and it was just so easy to just sit there and spend a little bit of time. So I did like my Starbucks, but I love my co-working space, my Selena co-working space. I love the gym, the Holmes Place gym. I love that. And the afternoon drinks, the rooftop bars. I will never, ever forget it. But it is time to head to the UK I am taking a flight uh, on Jet 2. I've never flown Jet 2 before, but a direct flight from Athens here to Manchester. And, um, yeah, I'll be. it's been a great 90 days. So, anyway, thank you, Athens. Until next time. Well, that's it for now, and please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to click on the episode link in the show notes to see pictures and videos from this podcast. There's links to my socials and also a link to my Patreon page where you can support this podcast and join my community if you'd like. And you can double your life abroad experience by signing up for my free monthly blog sent directly to your inbox every month. Sign up at BobTapper.com. Thanks for listening.